Wednesday after Christmas uh, here at the Wheelhouse and the year 2023. Today we got another great guest coming to us um, all the way from Toronto, Canada. Uh, pretty interesting guest. We're going to ask him some questions, do it like we normally do, see what he's all about and how he lives life in a wheelchair. But before we get to him, let's roll the intro. Welcome to Wheelchair Wednesday. All right, y'all, make sure this is all working correctly. Let's welcome our guest, Mr. Andrew Coogan. What's going on, buddy? What's happening? Not much, my friend. How about you? How's it going? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. Um, you know, it typically happens on a wheelchair Wednesday where we get somebody that's scheduled and then they can't make it. So they got to like, hey, can we do this again? So, hey, thank you for coming in such short notice. Let's everybody give them a round of applause for that. Uh, of course, man. No worries. Now, I don't know if you've seen any of these, you know, how we started off, but pretty much what you're going to do, go ahead and tell people who you are, where you're from, and how you got your injury, uh, since that's always the first question everybody asks of you anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Uh, yeah, my name's Andrew Kirker. I'm from, uh, as you mentioned, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Great White North. Uh, I used to compete in downhill mountain biking. And August uh, 13th of 2020, I was training for one of the last races of the season and unfortunately did not make it to the end of the trail. Head uh, over uh, uh, the bars and uh, that rest is history. Man, mountain biking, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, I love the sport. Uh, it pushed through the limits. I am back to mountain biking with an adaptive uh rake with the uh, bowhead reach uh, thanks to high fives foundation and obviously bowhead the manufacturer of the bike uh, i'll be racing next year again but uh no it's uh it's an amazing sport i love it i'll never give it up it yeah, took uh, things for me but it's good on your profile there of you and one of those adaptive bikes uh those are pretty cool i almost used that for your thing but we couldn't see your face so i was like well hold on a minute but um no, that's, uh, you know, I, we hear all kinds of stories here on Wheelchair Wednesday, and I think that's one of the first ones for mountain biking that I heard. But I used to do a little bit of biking myself, so, I can, you know, I mean, I can just picture coming down, like, a gnarly hill or something, you know what I mean, and just, like, going over the handlebars. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, I mean, before, like, with mountain biking, it's, uh, especially when you get into downhill, it's not a matter of if you'll get injured but when. And the reality is, is I didn't expect, obviously, this degree. I thought, you know, I would uh fuck up my collarbone or something like that and be out for a season uh, i've had many injuries before the uh, main accidents uh, including busted up ribs stuff like that so I, I was used to getting injured in the sport it's part of the sport you know pushing the limits but unfortunately uh, this one this one was a bit of a doozy i had a fracture of my c6 multiple fractures from t4 to t11 uh, crushed esophagus bru bruised lungs multiple brain bleeds um, you know whole all this, then the burst at T7, T8 is what would cause a spinal cord at T7. And so it, uh, right. it was quite the gnarly crash, but uh, we're, we're still here. Man, it sounds like it. I mean, it's that's a pretty remarkable, uh, you know, accident to have and, and come through. So how long ago was that? I'm sorry. Yeah, it, uh, about three, just over three and a half years, or around three and a half years. It was August of uh, 2020. 
August of 2020. Okay. Um, yeah. So what? I mean, we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through. It. I got all these questions that I want to ask you, but we're gonna get through it on the on the level of questions that we have. What's up, everybody watching? This is a live show, by the way, Andrew. If we do have live viewers that are asking questions that are, uh, shall I say, uh, you know, nice enough to ask you, I'll ask you. Um, otherwise. Yeah. Appreciate everybody coming in and checking us out live, as well as all our audio listeners. Thanks for checking us out. Um, so the second one that I got for you is, would you walk if you could? Now, this you being kind of a new, newer injury, I myself was in, in 2019, um, so I kind of get, you know what I mean? Like, we haven't been down like a lot of these people I've talked to that are in it for like 15 years plus. Um, but if you could go back and change that time of your life and change that day to where that happened... Would you do that, or would you stay where you're at now? I would change it 100%. Like, I think that the trajectory of my life is on a similar path it was going, but that's just because of my mindset and my, my resilience and ability to push forward. Uh, but I would 100% go back and change it. I, everyone's got their unique perspective. I'm not going to shit on someone's perspective. Uh, but I would challenge most people that would say they wouldn't change it uh for me at least i can i can say with confidence my the trajectory of my life yeah is like i've got a lot of great opportunities that have come out of it that's just because of my mindset and my resilience mm -hmm. uh, it would have been no different uh action or not uh so i would definitely i would definitely change it and go back and uh try not to eat myself off my mountain bike but you know I also don't reflect on it too much. Uh, and that's partially why I probably have accomplished as much as I have in the short three years is because I, I recognize from an early time that, you know, the more time you spend looking uh, in the rearview mirror and uh, mourning the things that are no longer, then you're just preventing yourself from moving forward. Man, you know what? I got to give you one of these with a hand clap because that was very well said. Now, that is a whole different perspective to look at because a lot of times, you know, you hear people getting in injuries because of drunk driving or because of something that they've gotten into that's like, you know, bad lifestyle or whatever. Some people just jump into a, a, a pool or something or a river. Um, but it's, it's crazy because you're right. It is mindset. If you were already going in the right direction and you knew that you were okay by the time, you know what I mean? Like you weren't doing anything wrong. Like you weren't, you know, staying up all night drinking and getting away from your family or whatever then yeah, I mean, you definitely would want to go back and change it. Um, what about the benefit? Do you, have you noticed any kind of benefits as far as being in a chair? Benefits out of the chair? I mean, the parking, obviously, when, you know, people are I stealing know, right? the accessible handicap. Uh, otherwise, yeah, uh, and not, not really too many benefits uh, that are exclusive to it. Yeah. yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend it for say if anyone's looking uh, to it, the parking's not worth it because sometimes I'm still parking at the back of the parking lot because there's no uh, spots available. So yeah. um, I don't, I have not, at least in my short three years of this life, I've not noticed any exclusive benefits. All right. Well, you seem like you're taking it very well. Um, what about dating slash married? How are you? Uh, yeah, not. That? Not married, uh, not uh, exclusively seeing anybody. I, I've not uh, seen much of an issue uh, in the dating side, though. I, I, from what I've talked to some of uh, the women that I've spoken to with spinal cord injuries, it seems like they might have a bit of a harder time. I could speak, though, from my perspective, my experience. It's been uh, not an issue. I thought it would be. 
I, I, I like lost a lot of uh, self-confidence and uh, thought I was worthless. Uh, I lost a lot of my value, what I brought to the table in the dating pool. But, uh, um, you know, if I if, if it's a statistic game, uh, statistically, I'm I'm really not doing that much worse off than I was uh, pre-injury. So it's been right. it hasn't been that bad. Right. And also, it's it's a lot to do, like you said before, with mindset. You know what I mean? I think that no matter yeah. what, if, if you're in the chair and that's all you think about is that chair holding you back, well, then you're going to, you know, you're just giving yourself an excuse. But if you can yeah. see it as a, you know what I mean? Just it's a tool to get you around from point A to point B. Go do your thing. See what happens. You never know. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, what about pet peeves? What kind of pet peeves have you found about this life? I would say one of the big, uh, let me think on that one. I'd say uh, one pet peeve is um, when I'm trying to get in and out of my car when uh, uh, people are just uh, staring or like they'll ask when you help them. And like, no, I'm good. And then they still just continue to stare. And, you know, people, well, it's, it's frustrating. I'd say it's almost um the pet peeve on its own is the pet peeve because like there are a lot of times where I have people that are really, they mean well, and they ask if I need help, stuff like that. And I, you can't be mad at them because they're just people that are trying to help in their mind. They think they're doing what's best, but it is frustrating. Like the two minutes, it takes me less than two minutes. It takes me like a minute to get in and out of my car, break apart my chair, throw it in the back seat. But the amount of time it takes for me to stop what I'm doing, Look at the person that asked me if I need help, especially when it's like fucking snowing outside and, and say like, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Then go back and fix it. Like the amount of time it takes for me to stop what I'm doing, answer them. I could have been done what I was doing by that time. They don't know that. And, you know, like I and I get it, too. Like I've met people that are like just pissed, pissed off, angry and like they've been, but they've been in the chair situation for like 20 plus years. So like maybe it just wears them down. I try to kind of understand one people are mostly well, well-meaning and just, it's a lack of knowledge education. Uh, and the other aspect is most people are, are not doing things with ill intent. Uh, and so I just try to keep that in mind. So it's definitely a small pet peeve, uh, but I try not to let it bother me just smile and wave move forward. Right. For sure. Now everybody watching live, uh want to say what's up what's up keith what's up jody what's up everybody eddie um now we do have a question from ignis stankievicius i don't know how to pronounce that but uh they say what if you have major complications about your sci that won't let you even do the simplest things how do you keep positive and do anything i've been bedlocked for three years now due to my complications now that one i'm not sure what would you say andrew yeah, it's hard, right? Hold on, it's got to move something. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, that um, dumb dog wants to get on the couch. Um, so yeah, that's like I can't relate to that. So I'm not going to tell you what you should do or what to do. I can only tell you like from a mindset perspective. If you say you've been bedlocking, there's not much you can do. I, that's that's hard. I can't imagine. I've never been in that situation other than temporarily when I had my first, you know, month in the hospital uh, after my accident, and it really 
it, it, that's a stronger point. I remember those days. They were dark. And so I guess what I would say to you is really analyze, is there anything you can do, even if it's something small and simple? Uh, is there anything you're capable of doing, whether it's tech-based or, uh, you know, crafts, anything in your bed that you're able to do? And maybe not even do right now, but work towards doing. And if not, then, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's definitely a mindset thing. Uh, the only other thing I can do at that point is recommend a book called Man's Search for Meeting by uh, Victor, uh, I think his last name is. Uh, he's, uh, he was a uh, Auschwitz uh, survivor and psychologist who uh, wrote a book. Uh, highly recommend it to anyone with a spinal cord injury. I think in your case specifically, it actually would be a great book. Uh, if you can't read it due to uh, your physical limitations, there's definitely an audio book copy. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, would definitely sure. recommend it. I, absolutely awesome man I, that's a great answer i mean because that's kind of like what you said in the beginning you know we can't really tell you what you should do because we're not you and we're not in that position but um you know like you said what can you do like i'm thinking in my head the whole time like you know are you can you can you do a computer can you like you know anything with your hands anything that you can do try to figure out something you know what i mean that's what i would do if i was in that situation just try to keep busy and try to make something of some, you know, of nothing pretty much. Um, speaking of which, what is something that you wish you could do now that you can no longer do, bef you know, that you did before? Uh, like walking, uh, I, it's, it's an interesting question. Cause like, so the way I look at it, like, especially, so I've talked to a few people, uh, uh like you froze or something. Uh, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's just your screen is, is it... frozen for some reason. Uh, that's weird. It shows on mine. Uh, do you want to keep going well, and hope it this. comes back? Turn off my video. Turn back on. Turn off your video and turn it back on. See if that'll work. This is the first time we've had to deal with this. Oh, there you are, I think. There we go. We good? Oh, no. It's still your same video. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's just a picture of your face. You look very, like, content but concerned. Um, I'm that's not sure odd. why it would do that either. It's never done that before. This is this is a new problem that we've had here on Wheelchair Wednesday. Um, well, we have a couple more questions. What should we do? Should we end it uh, for part two? Do you want me to do you want me to exit and come back in, or do you want to like I don't want to kill your live there? So you tell yeah, me what you want. That's the thing. I've never had to deal with this before. Let me uh, let me try to call you back and see if it'll work. All right. I'll call you right back. Sounds Sorry, good. folks, if you're watching live, um, redial. Let's redial and see if it works. Oh, look at that. There he is. Hey, give me a Did second. Did I save it? I think I saved it. Oh, I'm back. We're back. Okay. Awesome. That was quick. That was the quickest we've ever fixed a problem here on Wheelchair Wednesday. Um, all right. So yeah, something you wish you could do that you can no longer do that you want to do again. What would that be? Uh, that's an interesting question. Cause like, you know, obviously walking, I would say, uh, but like I've I, it's something that I've noticed for myself, it's a mindset thing in the sense that, you know, like I say, okay, why do I miss walking? Cause I want to do this, 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 but like, I've actually like most things I used to do before I have found a way to do it. It's just different. Like, mountain biking, driving my car. I, I do go up the stairs. I just tricep dip up the stairs every night. Don't recommend it. it fucking sucks, but I do it. <laughs> uh, 
You know, so like I would say the one thing I would really like to do uh, is simply just walk on the beach and feel the sand between my toes and sip some fucking scotch on the beach. Hell yeah. I'm with you there. Shit, we'll have a bonfire and everybody can come for a day. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? There we go. Uh, (laughs) What about pain levels? Uh, You said you're what, T7. Do you have any pain on that level? Uh, I'm pretty 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 good for pain i got a little bit of nerve pain but nothing like compared to what some people talk about like uh i i take baclofen and that's mostly just to help me sleep at night otherwise i'm pretty drug free um because baclofen yeah that's more of a yeah, so, medication though yeah it really does fuck off of that i usually just take it to knock me out at night and that's about it um oh, yeah. so yeah i'm pretty i'm thankfully pretty pain free for the free for the most part and I would say in that, you know, like when I do get pain, uh, movement helps. Like I go to the gym regularly. I'd say whether it's just getting it moving that, or just the sake that it's a distraction to your body and mind, oh, uh, it's definitely helped. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Jesse Strawham that I've interviewed a while back, I don't know if you've ever seen her. She has a couple different YouTube channels that she does. Um, they actually have a, a wonderful program that you can do and it's like 15 minutes you know a day if you want just to get yourself moving uh you know for me it's my shoulder blades because i'm a t or t6 or t3 t4 so i'm up like chest level so with the shoulder blades moving you know i mean it kind of gets you get you in so like if i'm doing if i'm in my bed and i'm doing 15 pound bench presses i do that until i can't no more then i feel good for a while it kind of makes you forget about it um i mean I, i got a pretty high pain level though i mean i'm i'm taking what is it uh 800 milligram gabapentin three times a day so i mean that's pretty heavy you know what i mean for what i got yeah. thankfully i haven't really seen any kind of crazy side effects yet from it but um i'm keeping an eye on it. it it worries me you know what i mean just like everybody else does because medications you never know nowadays um but what are you gonna do it's either take the medication or stay in pain you know what i mean yeah. uh, that's why i tell everybody else i'm like if you don't got it be thankful man i i envy you um what helped you the most, Andrew, after your injury? What was the biggest help? Uh, well, I would say, uh, you know, in terms of the mindset shift, uh, the two books that helped were that book I mentioned, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, and the David Goggins book, Can't, Can't Hurt Me. Uh, but I would say, like, what really kind of beyond that, because I had, couldn't do anything besides read a fucking book while laying in the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, it was just... Um, yeah, I found purpose again through through this uh, drive to rebuild my life. Um, and that kind of came through just the amount of eyes I had on me and uh, knowing that I needed to to defy the odds, so to speak, and uh, had like people messaging me that uh, inspired them, stuff like that. And I know some people like post-injury, they're not into that. And I wasn't really at first, but I realized that like, it's not my responsibility to dictate what inspires someone or not. And especially when I had some younger kids, stuff like that, you know, uh, telling me that I was like, fuck, I gotta keep going. And so that kind of just kept me out of that negative headspace. And uh, I knew I had to showcase to others that you are ultimately in control of the outcome of your life. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Good answer, man. Um, that's another thing too is with the kids man you see these kids that you know got injured or something and they're real young and it's like wow and but they're just full of life they don't you know they have fun every day they're not like crying and moaning about it 
And it's like they man, like, they have the I best mindset I've ever met. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you want to feel humbled? Get on YouTube and look up, uh, you know, kids in wheelchairs. <laughs> oh man, you you you'd be like, man, I thought I had problems, but no. Um, what about hobbies? Now we've talked about mountain biking and stuff. Now before and after, you did mountain biking, and you're still doing it. You said you're able to do it. If you guys want to check him out on his profile, he's he's mountain biking. He does it. Um, what else did did you do before, and can you still do that again, or do you do that stuff still? Yeah, uh, before I was a very active person, so if I wasn't working, because I work a lot, uh, then I was mountain biking, in the gym, lifting weights, doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or playing tennis, or, or running. I don't run anymore, obviously. I do the adaptive uh, mountain biking. I played the wheelchair tennis. I'm not picking up a little bit. I'm not all that into it uh, because why I played before it was just a casual thing to do with uh, friends and maybe do like a, a small casual tournament. Now it's just the complexity of like the logistics of organizing it. To me, I'm not a, I'm not for it uh, oh, as yeah. much, although I have done it. Um, I thought about doing the jitsu, adaptive jitsu a bit, but I uh, haven't got into it yet because I used to do the jitsu before. Um, but uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, that's pretty much it. It's just the mountain biking and the gym for me. Like I'm in the gym regularly because uh, it's part of uh, my branding and I am a co-founder of a supplement company. So just kind of uh, in there for, you know, obviously promoting that, but also just I, I, I loved it before. I, I give credit to the gym as to why I'm alive today. My surgeon told me the muscle mass I had is probably the reason why I'm alive. So I give credit to that. So. Yeah, the mountain biking and uh, the gym and work. So those are my three hobbies. Nice. Yeah, um, definitely, man. I seen the picture, you know, the picture that we use for your thumbnail. I was like, man, this guy looks like he's going places. Professional. Got the watch on, you know what I mean? Got the got the suit going. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a, a, you know, to look good and to feel good is still possible. You know what I mean? You just got to you gotta right. want it. You got to do it. Like you said, going to the gym. I mean, that's to do that and get into the routine of that that's a, that's a job in itself just to get out of bed in the morning hell sometimes i don't even want to get out of bed in the morning and then i'm like no you got to do it got to do it because i hear my pt yelling in my ear every five seconds trying to get up um fair enough what about travel what do you think about travel uh post injury the only thing i've done is go to uh, uh panama um traveling wasn't bad for that um i do miss traveling the thing is, though, is like before I was like, I stayed in a hostel and backpacked. Like I have zero interest in traveling to touristy things or resorts, stuff like that. So um, they haven't done too much traveling post-injury. Just like, I mean, I got injured like peak COVID. So there wasn't much opportunity. Um, and so now I'll look into it a bit. Like I want to go back to Colombia. Uh, I miss it dearly. There's a couple other spots I kind of want to go back to, but accessibility is not that great. As I said, I have almost no interest in traveling uh, for the touristy stuff and resorts. So we'll we'll kind of see how that plays out. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I mean, you you said you've already done it before. You've been to a couple of places, so at least you got to experience that. Uh, but I'm with you. I don't know. Some people some people can just be content not going on an airplane to fly to different places in the world. I'm one of those people, especially after I seen what they do to wheelchairs on airplanes. Um, yeah, it's quite the <laughs> risk. Van Hagar says, no fear. Airlines are getting better about travel. They are. You're right, Van. I shouldn't, I shouldn't down them too much. Um, but yeah, that's what, I mean, it, it's, it's each their own. You know, if you want to go travel, go see the world, you can still do it. It's still, it's still, uh, 
doable, but like you said, you got to make sure you do your research on who is going to be accessible or not. Uh, last thing you want to do is show up in a country and realize they're not built for wheelchairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I'm a pretty adaptable uh, guy if I'm willing to tricep dip upstairs every night, but uh, still like if I'm spending money, I'd rather spend money in, on a place I'm going to enjoy being at. Right. Um, last one I got for you for the day, Andrew is what would be the best piece of advice that you could give to a brand new newly injured person that's sitting in that bed right now watching this video? Yeah, honestly, it sounds cliche, but it really is. Yeah, you have to keep moving forward. It might, you know, it might take it day by day. If that's too hard to take it hour by hour, if that's too hard to take it minute by minute, uh, you need to keep moving forward. You can look back at your life. And there were probably moments that were at the time you thought the hardest moment in your life and you got through that storm. And this, this storm is much bigger and might feel impossible, but I promise it will come out the other side of the storm as well. You just got to keep moving forward. And I promise there are better days ahead. Nice. Absolutely. There it is. Thank you, sir, for coming around and hanging out with us. Uh, I want to say thank you to Daniel Ruiz for giving us 200 stars. That's the first time we've ever had that happen on the show. Mark it. Put it on the wall. Um, Andrew, stick with us. We're going to talk to you a little bit after we get, get out of here. Um, and then later on down the road, we might actually hit you up back a year from now, six months, see how you're doing, see what's going on. You never know. Like I said, you filled in today. We always need somebody to fill in if somebody else drops the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I'm always down for it. Awesome. Well, Hey, stick with us. We appreciate it. Everybody else. Um, if you're looking for something funny or something crazy to watch later on, Rick and Rowdy's coming up later on the night at seven. Watch for that. Everybody else, if you want to be on Wheelchair Wednesday, please send me an email down at the link in the description, otherwise a message, however you want. Send out a dub. I don't know if it'll make it to me, uh, but if I get it, we'll let you know. Besides that, have a good night, everybody. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next Wheelchair Wednesday. Peace.